from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome to Round Two, ladies and gentlemen. This is live from America, from the live free or die state of New Hampshire. And I am your ever so humble, God fearing, but definitely God loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot. And I got a great show lined up for you tonight, full of fun facts. Positivity, the gospel, and we're going to have Ben Berkwam from Real America's Voice News joining us today to give us first-hand knowledge and really tell us things that no other news station is really covering right now. I mean, who else do you know, In whether it be Fox, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, who else do you know? that is covering the border, both on the Mexican side and on the United States side, uh, more than Ben Berkham. So I'm going to have him on tonight. Hopefully he'll be in a, in a position to where he can come on uh, via video, but he is traveling in some very uh, sketchy areas, I should say, not only uh, dangerous areas to be in, but also sketchy areas for cell phone service as well. So hopefully uh, it, it all works out and we have him on towards the end of the show. It's going to be jam-packed full of stuff, so we're not going to waste any time tonight. I'm going to get right to it because I want to make sure we fit it all in. And I'm even bringing a couple stories over from earlier today that I wanted to uh, to cover. So let's get right to social media. Of course, if you're just joining in for the first time, you can watch us live on Rumble. You can watch us live on YouTube. You can watch us live on Roku if you have a Roku TV or a Roku device. Just by searching LFA TV, that is live from America, LFA TV, download the station. <coughs> Excuse me, I've been talking a lot lately. And then you can watch the show. And and the cool thing about that channel on Roku is is it always plays videos. It just cycles through. Every day I get a dip video done, I put it up. And then when the live video comes on, it just immediately interrupts whatever's playing. So let's shoot to Rumble real quick and say hi to some great folks here. We've got Katie63, says, hey, LFA family. Bargain Queen 14 says, intro on now. Sheila Serino is in the building. Of course, we've got Lauren Cole and Melissa Steffi. Did anyone see... Pastor Greg Locke's follow-up video from the No Mask in My Church video. He meant unless you actually needed it or were a member of his church. Cuomo canceled the interview with him. Yes, I did end up seeing the rest of it. Becky80 says, Jeremy, do you slurp? Well, of course I slurp. Let's go ahead and do that now. Mmm. Okay, uh, let's see. Kristen Donovan is in the building. Jeremy, your mic is low. Anyone else feeling that the mic is low? Well, let's see if we can fix that, shall we? Hold on here. See if we can fix that real quick. All right, is that a lot better? I hope that works. Hope that works. Um, But yeah, folks, so uh, where were we? Uh, Did anybody... I can't remember where we were because I was on the mic thing. But anyway, let's move forward. Let's say hello to some a few more people. Sharon Roth says, sick about prison, no entrance. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that tonight. What they did to uh, to congressmen and women trying to show up uh, to do something was um, was truly 
non-American, if you ask me. Uh, let's see, we've got Dardarmia. I don't know if that's the actual name, but Dardarmia says, I'm good now. It's good now. No, it's loud, some people say. <laughs> some people say, no, it's loud. It's loud and clear, people say. Okay, we're talking about Pastor Locke, yeah. Of course, yeah, I did I did end up seeing the rest of that. And, and of course, people take a lot of things out of context. And I don't think, again, I don't think he was wrong for, for being so passionate. He just was in a heat of the moment and said things that just some people could pick apart. And, of course, that's life. We all deal with that, right? Uh, Roxanne is in the building on Rumble, so thank you very much, Roxanne, for joining in. Ozzy18 says Pelosi is full of herself, wanting to arrest those who are vaxxers. Well, kind of. We'll talk about that tonight as well. And Sterling Nakwin from Mississippi is joining in. I appreciate that. And uh, Don says, getting dizzy looking at the chats, chats going by so quickly. Matter of fact, I had an opportunity to talk to an executive from Rumble just the other day, and they asked how I'm you know, liking the live, and that's what's great about this company, man. It actually reaches out to you when you reach out to them. They actually reach out back to you and they ask you, what do you think should change? And the, uh, the speed, the speed of the, of the, uh, comments is one thing that I told them that could, that could be better. So it's great that they do that. I, I got to give them credit for that one. And, uh, let's move over to YouTube real quick. Heather Q says, Hey, Jeremy from pencil, pencil lucky. I'm assuming Pennsylvania. Beverly Palumbo said, it's not her house. It's the people's house. That is correct. And, of course, this lady thinks that she's some kind of wicked witch of the West and she gets to just run this thing like a castle. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Elizabeth says, ready for some LFA from Reno, Nevada. Sonja, uh, Sonja Allen says, shout out California. Big shout out to you, Sonja in California. Kevin Wilson says, impeach Whitmer. Definitely impeach Whitmer, and I would love to get Garrett Saldano on this show. I'm, I'm really having a great time trying to um, uh, bring on people who are running for governor because they're fed up like we are. I'm, I'm loving the fact that we're bringing on people before they get really big, high profile, just because they're, they said, you know what, enough is enough. And that's just another another form of going to a school board. It's another form of going to a county commissioner council or a city council meeting. It's another form of it, and that is running for office. And it's happening more now than I've ever seen it, as far as just regular everyday people getting off the couch, say, or, or not even just getting off the couch, you know what I mean, just take, getting up out of their lives and saying, you know what, I'm going to do whatever I can to, to make a change. It's great. Um, Heather Q says, eating my chef Boyardee and watching you. I feel like a kid right now. Gotta love some Chef Boyardee. And then Heather says, I love y'all, LFA family. Love you, Jeremy. Shout out from Fort Worth, Texas. Shout out to you, Heather. And I appreciate every single day that you join in two hours a day. Again, two hours? Two hours is a long time to take out of your day to, uh, to, to watch something. But I guess if it's the only place where you get your news or you get your go- or, um, gospel every day, then it's worth it. It's definitely worth it for the gospel, I can tell you that. Uh, Patsy says, anyone wanting the truth about what's going on in Texas, check out texasscorecard.com. Again, that is texasscorecard.com. All right, folks, we're going to get right into Jesus, because why not? Why not? We're going to get right into the Word, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to center ourselves. We're going to get ourselves right with God, and we're going to do our uh, Lord's Prayer, get ourselves ready to go, and then we're going to unleash just like we always do right here on Live from America. So July 29th, reading from Jesus Calling, and then telling you where this is pulling from out of the good book, the Bible. Um, it says this, <clears throat> really great tonight actually. When you are working on a challenging project, you tend to seek my face 
and my help frequently. This pleases me. And it enhances the work that you are doing. I encourage you to live more and more of your life in this way. This prayer privilege is not a clear, is not a chore. It's a joyous lifetime. Now, before I go to the book of John and Ephesians, let me just tell you that this is kind of what I, when I tell you that I pretty much put a prayer in front of everything I do, um, I've kind of slacked lately on it, I will say that, but there, there's times where I will pray when I get into my truck getting ready to go to work, just getting ready to come to the studio. I'll pray that I make it there um, you know, in one piece, because a lot of accidents happen literally right near your home. I pray that uh, I, don't, I don't get into an accident and hurt anybody else, and then when I get to work, which is just a few minutes away, I say, thank you, Lord, for letting me you know, get here safely. So again, it's, it's about putting prayer into literally everything that you do. And if you're doing some kind of project, if you're doing something that really matters, something that you really want to shine through, then why not involve God in it? What can that hurt? What can it hurt to involve the heavenly spirit in everything that you're doing to give you heavenly knowledge, heavenly courage, heavenly skill, heavenly wisdom to accomplish whatever it is you're doing? Why not involve God? It's kind of ridiculous not to, if you think about it. So it's uh, from John 10, 27 and 28, which says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. And then from Ephesians, which is probably my top five, top three even maybe, books of the Bible, Ephesians six eighteen says, Pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Mm. It also says you could read Psalm 105.3 and Mark 9, 7, and 8. And before you turn out the light tonight, plan to work in rhythm with me tomorrow even more than you did today. So there's some good, there's a good, uh, there's some good homework for you guys. There is a good uh, piece of practice that you can do tomorrow. Tomorrow when you wake up, literally, as soon as you put your feet firmly on that floor, pray and give thanks. Pray and give thanks. And when you're getting dressed, pray that you're not too old, where like I'm getting, where you try to lift up one of your legs and go in and you could fall over and, and break a hip. Pray for that. I mean, literally try to put God in everything you do tomorrow. And tell me if you have a better day tomorrow than you did today. And i got to tell you, it's the only time that I'm happy being called a sheep is when it's his sheep. You know what I mean? All right, folks. Let's uh, together, in fellowship, say the Lord's Prayer together and, and, and put it to the sky with one mighty voice from household to household, from state to state, from country to country. Because this show is starting to get bigger and bigger again. Back to the way it was before all of the all of the heat-seeking missiles that were sent to us from the left and the fact-checkers that destroyed everywhere we went. I feel like we're in a great lane right now. We're growing again. You guys are sharing to massive amounts of groups. You're getting the, the show bigger and bigger. And uh, it's, all by, it's all glory to God. So, please, remove your hats, set aside your coffees, or your afternoon drink, whatever it is. And let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Man, someday, 
Someday I'm going to figure out how to get all of our voices on one thing. Someday I'm going to figure that out. And if I have to do a Telegram voice chat and literally allow everybody to speak at the same time and say the Lord's Prayer with everybody that I can on that voice chat uh, on speakerphone, maybe that's a way to do it. Because I want to hear I want to hear thousands of voices. I mean, we got 4,500, 5,000 people watching right now. That would be one heck of a sight to hear or see, wouldn't it? Ooh, man. All right, folks, we're going to get right into it because, again, like I said, I got a jam-packed hour, and, of course, we're going to bring on Ben Berkwam. I think the only way we're going to be able to get him on is by phone, and that's okay. I'm all right with that. Um, uh, I don't think we're going to be able to bring him on video just because of where he is and the service that he has, plus he's going on the war room 15 minutes before I'm bringing him on, so it's going to be a a quick turnaround. So hopefully we'll just bring him on uh, any way we can and uh, at least listen to what is happening and what he experienced today. So... Roku, Rumble, YouTube, iHeartRadio, JeremyHerald.com, wherever you're getting your fix from, are you ready? Because it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for the first and foremost section of today, and let's start off with the two stories. The two stories that I did not uh, bring to you earlier, and let's bring off the, 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 the good one first, and that's Governor Greg Abbott. Governor Greg Abbott does another wonderful thing for the state of Texas, <clears throat> specifically pertaining to the border, signing an executive order yesterday that, that does a lot. I'm going to explain to you everything it does. First of all, it turns away any peoples or vehicles uh, right back to where they came from. You are not coming into this, you're, you're not coming this way, turn around. If it's a boat, turn around. If it's some kind of vehicle, turn around. If you're walking across the, the Rio Grande trying to get here in the state of Texas they're go- and they catch you, turn around. If you make it over here, you're going to get arrested. You're going to be detained, period. It's just the way it's going to be. Now, I am all for, all for Colonel Allen West. He has my endorsement for the state of Texas. However, I, I am not going to, I'm not going to minimize anything that a great uh, a governor does that's great for his people. So anytime Governor Greg Abbott or anybody does something well for the, for the state of Texas and ultimately for the United States of America, I'm going to highlight that. Always. Always, always, always and forever. So let me just, <clears throat> let me bring up, uh, let's see here. Wrong one there. So not only that, folks, he's also, uh, in his executive order, he's sending down National Guard members. And the National Guard members are going to assist law enforcement in any way they can, to arrest anybody that they have to. They are going, you know what, basically Governor Greg Abbott has said this, to heck with the Biden regime, to heck with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and, 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 and the left-wing swamp coming out of D.C. We don't need to deal with it. We have state sovereignty. We have state rights. I'm a governor. We got a strong AG. We got a strong legislative body. And we got a strong National Guard. So guess what we're going to do? We're going to take this into our own hands. We're going to arrest people if we have to. We're going to send people back when we have to. We are going to do whatever we got to do to secure our border because guess what? The people in Texas in these small little border towns, they're getting overran, folks. Let's just, let's just call a spade a spade. I mean, I'm watching literally video after video where people are saying, my house is getting broke into. I can't even go to the chicken coop. I can't go out to the garage. I can't go to the shed. I can't go across the driveway without packing a piece with me, without carrying a firearm with me. Now, we thought the border was bad when I went there to visit with Ben. It is 10 times worse today. It is 10 times worse today. 
Ten times worse. And not only worse as in the amount of people that are coming across, the influx of people that are coming across, but it's worse, it's worse dangerous. The, the, the risk that is involved in just going out to get the mail in some of these border towns is a high risk. I watched a video yesterday where these kids were playing in a pool, and I think it was, I think it maybe it was highlighted by Tucker Carlson or something. Whoever it was, there was a, um, a train that was stopped carrying a bunch of illegals. And uh, the, the, uh, the authorities came via helicopter and, 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 and uh, you know, SWAT team vehicles and everything, descended on, on this area where they stopped this train. But the crazy part about it was, was it was literally almost right in the backyard of this family whose kids were playing in the pool. So the, ki- the parents literally had to run out there, get the kids away from the pool, pull them inside, and you hear the mother going, make sure you grab the AR, make sure you grab the AR. That's America, folks. That is Biden's America, that's the Democrats, and that's the left's America. So big shout out to Governor Greg Abbott for signing these executive orders to secure that border. It allocates money to, for, for a physical um, uh, protection. It allocates money for law enforcement. It allocates money for decisions that need to be made. I mean, it, it power for decisions to be made. And it allocates the, the, the uh, National Guard going down there and assisting. How can you go wrong with that? Big shout out. It's very horrible. Can you imagine being a kid and going, kids, quick, get inside. Get inside. Don't go outside without a firearm. I mean, everywhere they go. Everywhere they go, on their own property. So this couple had 20 acres or something. 20 acres, small little area. Um, I wouldn't say they had a farm, but they had chickens. They had, uh, you know, uh, some kind of, uh, I don't know what other animals they had. They had quite a few animals. But can you imagine, this is your property. You're living in America. Your kids are swimming. And oh, oh, here comes a helicopter. Here comes a bunch of lights and sirens and, and law enforcement. And they're descending in, in, literally in our property. We got to get the kids out of the pool, honey. Oh, there goes your summer. Hopefully you guys don't get PTSD on top of the, uh, you know, the, the, the mask PTSD that you have. So you know what? We can, we can sit and we can highlight all the bad things about Governor Abbott that we want to. But you know what? It's like going out to a restaurant a hundred times and having one bad, um, one or two bad experiences. You're going to remember those and talk about those more than you are the good. And I get it. Sometimes the one or two bad times completely outweigh all the good that's, you know, that's also there. But in this case, folks, I got to say, Governor Abbott has stepped up a lot lately when it comes to masks and mandates and stuff like that. I didn't agree with the lockdowns that he did. I didn't agree with a lot of things that he did. And I don't agree with the money that he takes. And I don't want him to be governor again if it come down to him and Colonel Allen West. But we're going to highlight where it's due. All right, now we're going to go ahead and get a Dumb Dumb Award already, folks. This was a, this was a leftover Dumb Dumb. This was this is leftovers from earlier from today's show. So uh, the leftover dum dum that's got to be even worse than getting an, uh, a current event dum dum, huh? An up to date dum dum. I mean, at least if you're getting an up to date dum dum, you haven't been sitting around collecting Democrat swamp donkey dust. But this, ladies and gentlemen, is a leftover dum dum, and this is going to go to Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. <laughs> Woo! Just like Jordan, baby. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms has issued an executive order requiring all people in the city of Atlanta in a public place, including private businesses. That is right, folks. You don't even get to make your own choice if you're a private business. Hmm. Including private businesses and establishments to wear a mask or be vaxxed. Even though you're vaxxed. Even if you are got your double dose. You will now wear a mask if you live inside the city of Atlanta. And if, if you have a business in the city of Atlanta, you cannot make your own choice because Keisha Lance Bottoms 
said so. So people of Atlanta, rise up. Rise up, ladies and gentlemen. And I hopefully hopefully when we come down to do our event in Atlanta. So we got, by the way, um, uh, this, this next tour of the Save America tour isn't really finalized yet. We're just coming in that area. And those, when I told you those, those places, I don't know where we're going to be in those places. I just know it's going to be in that area. But I do know we're finishing in Georgia. And we've got John Fredericks, um, who's going to join in. Possibly Marjorie Taylor Greene, if she can come before the, uh, the holiday. And we've also invited Vernon Jones. And I'm going to invite Candace Taylor, too. I'm going to invite everybody. I don't care if you're running against each other for governor or not. We're going to show the world how we come together. Running, even if you're even if you're a candidate running against each other, we're going to show them how we come together, and this is something that we're going to fight down there. Because how ridiculous, how actually ridiculous and stupid. Um, Jeremy, you like what Greg Abbott is doing, but you take West would be uh, you think West would be better if the Republicans split the vote between the Democrats will win. Trump endorsed Greg Abbott. No, I get you, I get you, hundred percent. But you know what? I'm just saying my personal choice would be Colonel Allen West. But if we if it came down to it where we see man it's really going to split the vote I don't, I mean hey that's a rough one that's a rough one that's where we got to decide which is better for for us as a people and a party and we got to go with one or the other so hopefully they'll work to get they'll they'll, they'll challenge each other but hopefully in the end they'll figure out a way to hey I'm not going to win this man and I don't want to split the vote we'll figure it out we'll cross that bridge when we come to it because the greatest thing about this country is being able to um get your ideas across get your points across have debates and then maybe you can find some common ground to where one of them will say you know what man i think i think i'd like to adopt some of those things but i think i have a better chance of running how about i adopt some of those things you bow out that's how it goes and i'm okay with with battling up until that point because yes you're right we can't split the vote you are 100 percent right about that we cannot split the vote at all costs at all costs so that is how we're going to start the day out today, and uh, we're going to take a quick break from the news real quick. I want to jump into social media. I want to read some of what you guys are saying, so we'll be right back with more news right after that. Uh, let's see, and, and I agree. Uh, Wes came out after Ab. I agree 100% with what you said about splitting the vote, It's good, but you know what? This is, this is the process that we have in this country. It really is. Uh, Becky 80 says, Alan West is a great man. I, I, he is. And to me, I think he would do a better job than Abbott. But, you know, we'll let the people of Texas decide. I live in New Hampshire. And uh, we'll just keep a close eye on it and, and, and push them both to do the right thing. Um, I don't trust new people. They can say anything to win, Joe Bo says. Hey, that's a great point, too. But, I, but you gotta, you got to consider the source, don't you? You really got to consider the source in some of those, in, in some of those things. Um, look at Weston Abbott and research them both before you make a decision at primary time. And that's what it's going to come down to. It's primary time. You know what I mean? I mean, they're both going to be in a primary. It's not like you're going to have to vote for one or the other in a general election and then vote for, and then the Democrats are going to vote for just one in the general election. One of them will make it out of the primary. So it's not like you're voting for, you're splitting the vote on general election day. So, you know, got to keep that in mind too. There's going to be a primary. Uh, Lauren Cole says, Jeremy, the name of that group that religiously exempt you from the shot. The name of that group that religiously exempt you from the shot. Oh, you're talking about Dr. Krogan out in California. Um, yeah, I will. Uh, she's on Instagram. Uh, friends with her there. I'll, I'll, I'll try to find that the website, the specific website, and get that posted somewhere for you. Uh, there are tent cities in every state. Yeah, I know, I know. And guess what? There's also homeless vets in every state. So go figure that. Crazy, right? And then uh, J.C. Fain says, I wonder if that's why Doug Collins dropped out of the Georgia race against Loeffler to keep the vote 
from being split. Well, again, folks, if there's a primary, then that's you don't have to worry about that stuff because one person emerges out of it. So, um, but yeah, you got you got to constantly keep an eye on stuff like that. All right, folks, thank you very much. I really enjoy the comments. I like to read them. I can't read them when I'm doing the news at the same time, which is why when we do those quick uh, commercial breaks, number one, it's getting us ready to be able to have those sections for when uh, the show goes to Real America's Voice News. But also, it's a good time for me to be able to come and see what you guys are actually saying because I miss so much. I miss so much, and I don't want to miss you guys. All right. All right, folks. Back with more news right here on Live from America, and we're going to go ahead and cue those that drum roll for this beautiful Smarty Award of the day. The Smarty Award of today. Live from America goes to Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Representative Louie Gohmert, folks, because you want to know something? Uh, you know who else I'm going to add into that Smarty Award is Suzanne Monk. Because let me just let me, uh, let me read what I put down for you today. Representative Matt Gates, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Representative Gomert all went to the D.C. Department of Corrections today. First of all, before we even go any further in what I have written down here, let's just take a moment to see how this all played out. Two and a half weeks ago, I brought on Suzanne Monk. Suzanne Monk is our tip-of-the-spear warrior on especially this, but many other things that are going on in D.C., if you've never had a chance to meet Suzanne Monk, she's a great woman and she would literally take a bullet for anybody who loves this country. That's just how she is. That's who she is. Okay? Been friends with her since 2016. Uh, been to many, many different rallies with her. She's just a great, great person to have on your side. She does not stop. She's a fire breather. She's a honey badger when it comes to this kind of stuff. So Suzanne Monk reached out to me and all the other influencers that she knew that she'd met throughout the years. And she said, and this was... This was literally how this started. It was probably a little over a month ago, actually. About a month and a half, maybe even two months ago when she first started reaching out. Then I had her on a few weeks after that, and then it just blew up from there. But she was reaching out to all of us saying, you guys, you need to understand what is happening in this jail. And none of us could believe what she was saying. I mean, it sounded like she was making it up. It was that bad. Okay. Then we start getting other reports. Then we start getting people who are finally getting out because they had the money to get a great attorney that got them out that are cooperating everything that Suzanne Monk was saying. She was the tip of the spear when it said people were literally being abused, treated like garbage, and, and, and beaten in there to the point where one, of, one guy lost an eye because he got his orbital uh, beat in so badly. So big shout out to Suzanne Monk for starting the ball on this. Then I had her on a few weeks later, if you guys can remember, and we started talking about this. And right after that show, there was going to be, I was getting ready to go on vacation or go somewhere. I can't remember where I was going, but I said that there was going to be a rally that was going on down there. This was just maybe 10 days ago or so now. There was going to be a rally going on down there, and if you could make it, get down there. And we were asking, I was asking you, what could we do? Let's think of something intelligent, something strategic that we can do to make sure that we bring awareness to this so that Kevin McCoward and others get involved. And I, if you can remember, I said to you, look, I'm not going to be able to make that big a difference. If I go down to that jail with a sign, what am I going to do? Nobody's going to care about that. But, but, however, comma, all of us together, not only uh, in fellowship with each other, but all of us together working as one cohesive unit, this show, all glory to God, has the power when we all get together, when six, 7,000 of us do something, we make changes, folks. 
And I know you know that's true. I know you agree with me there. We literally can make changes at the highest level. We saw it with a decision that Kevin McCarthy made about uh, pulling people from the January 6th commission if they did not take the people that he put forward. And then no, there was no talk about him possibly doing that. Thousands of us call and flood his phone, his, uh, his office in, in D.C., and the next day he does it. So we do make a change. So we pushed and we pushed and we called and we emailed and we made a big deal about it. And guess what happens now, folks? The right people are involved. The, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, honey badger. The Matt Gates, honey badger. Louis Gomer, you know what? God bless his soul. He's still, he's still plugging away. Honey badger. Now some waves are starting to be made about what's going on in there. We've talked about it every week. We've talked about how that the prisoners in there sing the national anthem at 9 p.m. at night every single night and how reminiscent that was of Francis Scott Key and then and the night that that song, uh, the, the Star Spangled Banner, was written with those pl- prisoners um, under the boat saying, is, is the rampart still up? It just had, long story short, folks were making a difference. So now that there's national attention on it, now that people's attention are like, whoa, what's really going on down here? They decide, let's go to the jail. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, and, Go- and Louis Gomer, they want to go to the Department of Corrections, and they want to f- they want to literally review the sit the the environment that these people are being held in. And what happens after that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're about to see. I pulled this from uh, Matt Gates' Instagram. Now I met Matt Gates down at CPAC One in Orlando. Met him and his. Uh, I think she was his fiance at the time. Maybe she still is. And I uh, had a great time with him. And we didn't even meet him at CPAC. We met him out having dinner, walking the streets of Orlando. That's where we met him. It was me, Will Johnson, and Ben Berkwam. We just ran into him. We started a great conversation. So this is what happened today when all three of them decided that they wanted, they're going to go to the Department of Corrections there in D.C. to review what happened. Now, keep in mind, these are U.S. Congress members. These are United States congressmen and women. Check this out. What if I put the mask on? Yeah, true. Put your mask on. I'm I'm an attorney here to see a client. Look at turning their backs to them. This is a rare time under this administration where prison is used to lock people out. It's absolutely despicable, guys. It's absolutely despicable. So the question is, what are they hiding? Literally hiding something. Gotta be hiding something. These are members of the United States Congress. And you're not going to allow them in? You're not going to allow them in to 
review and see the kind of environment that you're keeping these people in, I can tell you why you didn't invite them in. I can tell you why you locked them out and you didn't let them in. Because you didn't have time to make it look like... You know why? Fake news. That's why. You didn't have time to look make it look like fake news. And you didn't want the actual real conditions, the living conditions of these prisoners, political prisoners, who are being denied bail in some cases, denied any kind of exercise in, in, in most cases, 23-hour lockdowns. No, you didn't want them to see that. Slowly but surely, folks, slowly but surely, poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear. What happens when you poke a bear too much? I don't know. Never did that. Never been stupid enough to poke a bear to the point where a bear, I don't know, rips my arm off. Never been, never been dumb enough to do that. How these people think they're going to get away with this, and I'm not talking about anything violent. I'm simply using metaphors, but how these people think they're going to get away with this, I don't know. I don't know. But we need to keep an eye on that. Not only keep an eye on it, we need to keep a megaphone on it, just like we've been doing. We need to keep a megaphone on it, just like we've been doing. So good job, Patriots. Great way to make sure that we made some waves and that we actually got the right people with the right names, with the power to be able to bring a world uh, attention to what is happening here. I mean, this is not right in the United States, and everybody knows it. Even people that live in other countries know that this is not right in the United States. So we needed to get the right people involved, and we did. All of you did. We did a great job. Shout out to you. Pat yourselves on the back. And then keep on fighting. Because we don't got no time. We don't got no time to sit around and waste. We got to keep plugging away. Now, another story that I came across today that I thought you'd be interested in, and I never, ever heard of this in my entire life. You would think that a uh, somebody who owns a, a network of podcasts that had enough money to just give away $5 million, you'd think you'd heard of his podcast, ne- po- cod- uh, podcast network before. I had not. Patrick Bet David. Patrick Bet B E T dash David is this guy's name. Patrick Bet David of Valuetainment Podcasts has offered five million dollars, five million dollars of his own money to Trump and Obama to split. So two and a half million dollars a piece, like either of them need it, right? But it's making news, so we got to talk about it. He offered them $5 million to sit down together, to sit down together, Trump and Obama. Think about this. Can you imagine being a fly inside the, uh, the, uh, the, the presidential car on the inauguration when Obama had to give it to Trump? Can you imagine the tension inside that car? what you had in there was an alpha and a beta and i'll give you i'll let you guess on who which one was which but this guy's offering five million dollars to have trump and obama sit down together for what he calls a long form interview with one goal in mind to discuss and share ideas to help unify the country now let's break that down for a minute let's break that down for a minute Looking at that at face value, looking at that just from a 5,000 foot view, actually, and you go, wait a minute, he wants to sit down with him? He wants to just sit down with him? Oh, okay, that's great. Unify the country? I would love to unify this country. But the problem is, folks, you are never going to get somebody like Obama 
to sit down with somebody like Trump. I guarantee you Trump would do it for free. I'll bet you Trump would do it for free if it meant sitting down to debate and, 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 and call out what Obama did wrong. But Trump would also be open to ideas somewhere along the lines, but he wouldn't hold it back or wouldn't pull any punches, and that's how I would want him to. You would never get Obama to come together with President Trump to share ideas and find common ground to unify the country. Why? Because it is not his goal. His goal is not to unify this country. And as long as you have a party, a major party, in a country the size of the United States of America, with the power that each one of these political parties hold, you are never, as long as you have one party that's that evil and that hell-bent to not only not unify the country, but to change the very fabric of what this country was founded on, you're never going to get that. I might as well talk to a dog. Matter of fact, I might as well talk to a snake in the grass. And probably hope to get a better outcome than that. Now I see what this guy's doing. He's either trying to do something really good, which there's no chance of doing because you have a party behind Obama that is hell-bent on destroying this country and ripping it up at the very fabric, and they don't like the Constitution, they don't like the Declaration of Independence, they sure as hell don't like the Bill of Rights, and they don't like the Founding Fathers, period. So you're not going to find common ground. Or is he just trying to get some attention for his valuetainment? Doesn't sound like he needs it with $5 million to give away, does it? Either way, I'm in. Take my money. If that ever happens, I'll pay to watch it. I'll pay to watch it. Because it's not going to go as good as you think it is. Now, if you shared that common value of loving the Founding Fathers, loving the Constitution, the Federalist Papers, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, and everything under the sun, one nation under God, then you could find some common ground to unify the country. But when you have one side that doesn't want anything to do with that, you're never going to get that. And I'm going to tell you another way you're never going to get that. You're never going to get that ever, ever, ever with people like CNN, MSDNC, and the rest of these large news corporations who are also hell-bent on destroying the country. You're never going to get it. These people are godless these people hate everything that you love and stand for, and they would never, ever, ever find common ground with you. They're at a point now where it's like, execute Order 66. They are full-blown, out in the open, no more trying to hide what they're doing, no more running undercover. Now, I'm going to segue this story with a clip I know you don't want to watch, but it's a clip of uh, Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo. And, I, and, and the reason why I'm playing this clip is it not only has something to do with what I was just talking about, but it's got something to do with what I'm going to talk about after this clip and after a quick break. And when I say these people, you're never going to unite the country with people like this. All you have to do is hear what they have to say, and you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. Check this out. People uh, who are seeing with significant cases and hospitalizations are getting younger. Um, part of the metric here is ignorance. But part of it is also arrogance, this misplaced sense of righteous indignation uh, and resistance that they believe is a false manifestation of freedom. Uh, this is not an issue of freedom. Of course, you have the freedom to make choices about your own body. Let's put to the side the irony that so many of these people don't want to afford that freedom to women. But um, I'm going to stop you right there. It's not that we don't want to afford that freedom to women, dumb dumb. It's that we don't want to afford that women to uh, that freedom to women who want to 
kill a baby, which we understand and know is a complete miracle blessing from God, and it is a human being. Now, if a woman wants to choose to do something else with her body, like get a a hysterectomy, get a sex change, do whatever, that's fine, that's her body. But that's where we differ. You don't understand it. That's a life insider. You think it's just some ball of cells. There's one mistake you made. What we're saying is, does it mean it's the right choice? And these suggestions, uh, I think the vaccine is safe, but you have the freedom not to take it. Uh, But I don't know that the science lines up. But I don't know why they're changing the guidance. These suggestions fuel resistance, and I think it's a mistake. You know what we don't talk about? Maybe you've talked about it on your radio show, or maybe, or maybe you've talked about it on your show before. I don't get to see every second because I'm actually trying to get in, you know, in the seat and, and get ready for mine. But just the, the, the effect that it has, the toll that it takes on hospitals, taking up space in hospitals, people who are coming in now. There we go. Uh, the cost, the medical bills that people are getting, much of it going unpaid, the uninsured um, putting, taking a toll on the medical system. There, there are lots of things that we don't talk about or people that people don't consider when they are vaccine resistant or vaccine hesitant, when they just don't get the vaccine. There are lots of factors more than just, it's my body and it's my freedom. I can do what I want. Look at the, look at the, look at the, it's my body and it's my freedom and I'll do whatever you want. I'll do it. Uh, yeah, that's a big deal, bro. It is my body and it is my freedom. To do whatever I want. In my body. And it's, you see how he's so condescending about freedom? He hates it. But then listen to how Brother Fredo lies. Well, look, and again, I think that my body, my freedom, okay. But I think that what we're seeing here is a little bit, first of all, you're right. All right? In terms of the, the strain on the system, it's very real. And that's why uh, so many leaders right now are freaking out and trying to get resources into hospitals before we go through the same cycle of being overwhelmed that they will before. That's a lie. That's a lie. Because his own brother had access to a ship the size of the Titanic that could have facilitated everybody that they needed who might have gotten sick with the Fauci disease, with the Fauci virus. So that's a lie. And he should know that because his own elderly murdering brother didn't even use the resources that was given to him. And there wasn't a single hospital that was ever, ever overwhelmed. Remember? Remember all of us, uh, you know, uh, small-time journalists that were out there, all of us people that were just running around uh, left-wing or right-wing crazies? Remember when we were going to hospitals and videotaping? Um, There's nobody here. The hallways are barren. The, the parking garages are empty. Remember that? Yeah, okay. What a lie that was. You also have vaccine gaps uh, within medical staff. You know, people, the unvaccinated aren't just, you know, outside the medical world. They're in the medical world. They are. They uh, because are. a lot of them are, you know, have political feelings as well. And that's my concern. And that's why mm-hmm. I'm having members of the right on to be reasonable and tell mm-hmm. your people there is no advantage in resisting as some show of defiance. If you don't want to take it because fill in the blank, your doctor, your family, your history, whatever. But as in as a, you know, a going like this to the government uh, or giving the bird to people in power, you don't get to control me. That's a problem. And I think giving the bird to the people in power because you don't get to control me. And he says, that's a problem. So basically what they're doing right now, folks, I won't subject you to any more of it, but they're making fun of the unvaccinated. It actually gets worse. They actually call us names, call us idiotic and ignorant. 
for not taking the vaccine. Okay, how are we supposed to unify the country when you got people like that who are calling the other half of the country racist, bigoted, um, ignorant, uneducated fools who won't take the shot and give up their freedom? Just give up your freedom. What big deal is it? Well, here's another story, folks, that I wanted to segue into before we bring Ben Berkham on. While this guy is sitting there calling all of us idiots and all of us ignorant for not wanting to take the shot, let me show you a picture of why we don't want to take the shot. Uh, let alone, by the way, the fact that the VAERS uh, reporting system is now down right after they upped their death count to nearly 12,000, which we know is probably five times that. Remember that story. Check this out. Who's this? Who is that right there, and what is that right there? That is a lady with amputated legs, and she's about to have her hands amputated too. You want to know what her name is? I'll tell you what her name is. Her name is Dr. Uh, excuse me, Jemai Nachi. Jemai Nachi. She is a um, a Nigerian woman, a Nigerian healthcare worker, not a doctor, excuse me. She's a Nigerian healthcare worker who lives in Minnesota. She's also a Christian missionary. Guess what happened? She got both of her shots. After her second Pfizer shot, her chest started to have major pains. Her chest and, and, and upper body started to swell. Then her lower body started to swell. Her legs started to swell and then eventually rot like a zombie. Right after her second COVID shot of Pfizer, her legs started to rot like a zombie. She had to have her legs amputated. And now, if you can see the picture, look at her hands. Her hands are next. They're literally going to have to amputate this woman's hands. She was a healthcare worker and a Christian missionary living in Minnesota, living in Minneapolis. She took her second shot, and now she doesn't have legs. You think that just happened? Guess what else they did? They reported that to the CDC. Se um, a group of 70 doctors from around the world descended on this to try to find out what could be the cause. You want to know what they found? You want to know what they've, they've, they've come to the conclusion the cause is? They're not sure. We don't know what happened. It could be related to the vaccine. It may not be. Um... The lady was a healthcare worker who was 100% fine. She was a Christian missionary doing her job helping other people. Des decided to take the shot. You want to know what happened after she took her shot? She caught COVID. She took the shot, caught COVID, took the second shot, amputated her legs, and now have to amputate her fingers probably. Because she swelled up so much and started to rot. Did you see her fingers? Black. Looked like somebody took a lighter to them or a blowtorch to them. And you think this is not... Do you think this is okay? Oh, these stupid, ignorant, right-wing racists, they just won't take the vaccine. Duh. Nobody will. I won't. Nobody in my family will. This is ridiculous. You want more on this story? Go to the Gateway Pundit. You can read more on this story. And that's why these companies are making billions and billions of dollars, and you can't sue them, and they're making you pay for it, your children pay for it, and they're making you take it to have a life. We told you something a long time ago was freaky with this. And now VAERS put their death toll up to almost 12,000 and then all of a sudden the website went down and wasn't there today? Hmm. Funny, huh? Not letting this happen to me or my children. Ever. <sighs> wow. Anyway, folks, we're going to call Ben Berkwam right now. We're going to bring him up on, on, on speakerphone because we don't know what kind of cell service he has. And we're going to talk to Ben Berkham about what he experienced today at the border that no other uh, reporter is experiencing because they're not going down there. Here we go.
Hey, Ben, can you hear me? I got you. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Hang on a second. Okay. Just so you know, you're live right now on speakerphone. Say that again? I just said just to let you know you're live on speakerphone right now. Okay, so I can't say all those bad things I was going to say about you? you nope, know, you can't say the bad things you were going to say about me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, how you doing? You safe? You pulled over somewhere? Where Where are you right now? I, I'm actually driving. I'm uh, literally right now on top of, and I don't want to overuse that word, but uh, I'm on top of the bridge uh, going from Acuna, Mexico, back into Del Rio, Texas. I'm uh, right about to the customs. Uh, booth here, where if you're doing it legally, you have to prove uh, show identification. But right down below me, where the river is, I've watched all day people crossing illegally. Uh, I see some people down right now in the river. Looks like they're about to cross as well. Uh, right in the, you know, right where Customs and Border Patrol can see them, and they do nothing about it. Yeah. I, so, so first of all, Ben, before we talk about what you saw today, and I was watching you live today, of course, on the network, and I was watching people literally while you were giving, while you were on America's Voice AM, and then again while you were on with Bannon this morning, I was watching people just come up right behind you. You were on the Mexico side and and just walk across, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But first of all, I just want to say, man, on behalf of myself, your friend. Uh, and everybody watching right now, that nobody in any news network is literally doing what you're doing, man. Nobody is doing, especially after you had that tragedy in your family with the accident, and you're right back out there, you're at the border, you're bringing us never-before-seen footage. I mean, you can't go to Fox and get this footage. You can't go to CNN, MSB, uh, MSDNC. You can't go to any of these larger networks and get this footage, and you're bringing it, dude. And I just want to say, man, I know I've told you this before, but I appreciate it, and I know that everybody in America appreciates it too, man. Well, thank you, man, and thank you to your audience, and thanks for all the prayers and the support. Uh, you know, we couldn't have got through it without you guys. Uh, it's, it's been a, a tough month and a half, but it's also been a, a blessed, and uh, we've experienced so much blessing. It's, it's just been incredible. Thank you, man. Um, so everybody wants to know how your family's doing and, uh, you know, if you, if you could quickly touch on, on, um, how your wife is doing, how your kids are doing, and then we'll get into the meat, the meat and potatoes. And just, uh, we're heading up, I'm coming up to customs right now, so I might have to, you know, talk to them for a minute, but, uh, they, my wife is doing great. She, every day is getting better. God is good. And, you know, what could have been really bad, she, uh, for everyone that doesn't know, she broke a pelvis in three places. Uh, they cut her femoral artery when when she was in surgery, and uh, she could have bled out at that point. Had to get a unit of blood and lost two units of blood, and so just uh, uh, tough stuff. But she is uh, healing. She'll be in a wheelchair for another three weeks, and uh, and then she'll start walking again, and then uh, she'll have up to a year of recovery after that. So my ankle is still healing. Uh, my daughter Olivia is very gosh, is, is pretty much healed. And um, we're, we're blessed. You sure are, man. You sure are. You got a great group of family uh, to help you. And, and 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 how about how Real America's Voice News just really went over the edge and helped you, huh? Oh my gosh! And Steve Bannon and the War Room and the War Room Posse and your audience. I mean, one of, you know, we moved to Arkansas, and I was oh, sorry. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Yep. So while Ben is talking, oh, okay. sorry about that. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. 
So while Ben is talking to Customs uh, real quick, I just want to let you... I'm, I'm back, I'm back. I just, just heads up, you're not supposed to be on the phone when you go through Customs. So. Oh, okay. Well, too bad. We got, cool, we, got, we got news she, to go... She heard, she heard I was on with uh, Jeremy Harold, and so she's like, okay, go ahead. Yeah, of course. Of course. All right, Ben. So please explain to the audience what happened today. When you were on live, and I'm sure they can go to Frontline America and see clips of this, but but uh, tell tell everybody what happened while you were on air live. What was happening behind you? It was nonstop. It's basically like the Underground Railroad, except for it's above ground now, and it's the cartel smuggling uh, road. It's it's the Democrat uh, road to American citizens, taxpayers, and uh, our relatives, our kids, our children's future. Uh, I saw hundreds. Last night I, I came into Del Rio. I uh, saw over 100 people sitting waiting to be picked up by Cartel Uber, a.k.a. our Border Patrol now. And it's a shame because I know so many Border Patrol agents who love what they do, who want to be able to do what they uh, were trained to do, what they swore an oath to do, and now they have been uh, demeaned down to basically transporting illegal aliens into our country. I sat at the river's edge in Acuna today uh, along the Rio Grande River, and I counted at least 10 groups, um, people coming across everywhere from, um, from Haiti, from Venezuela, uh, from Africa, uh, groups from all over the world. No fear at all about the fact that they were breaking America's laws, breaking our sovereignty. Uh, I even asked some of them, are you afraid about going over? And they said, no, they, they've gotten the word. Democrats have, have, have spread the word around the world, and it's, it's a free-for-all, it's open season. It is the worst I've ever seen it. I've been covering this for years now. It's the absolute worst I've ever seen it. And and it's only going to get worse. And the saddest part is, I mean, this is what gets me. I've been, I've had Border Patrol and Sheriff's officers, my, my friend uh, Leon Wilmot, Sheriff of Yuma County, called me and he said, then the American people have to become outraged. They have to start shouting. Uh, they have to go to D.C. and they have to start demanding that these people have be held accountable. These leftist activists, these Democrats be held accountable. Because we cannot sustain this as a country. And I, uh, all day, you said it, you saw it. Almost every single show I was on, we had people crossing illegally right behind me. We didn't stage it. We're not like CNN. We're not like MSNBC. Uh, we didn't stage any of it. It just kept on happening right in front of us. And, and think about this, Jeremy. As we were watching this, as we were witnessing this, right in front of me, we're being told by... Democrats, by Joe Biden, by Nancy Pelosi, by Kamala Harris and Jen Psaki, that you need to put another mask on your face, that you need to get the vaccine, that we're going to be mandated to get the vaccine, that we may be going towards another round of lockdown as our country is being invaded. These people need to be put in prison. They should not be in office. Uh, and uh, who I'm referring, I'm referring to are government officials who are allowing I don't even blame the people that are coming illegally. If I was in a third world country, uh, and, and I saw an opportunity where, you know, you basically have the red carpet rolled out for you. I don't even blame them. I blame our government officials who are inviting this, who are aiding and abetting human smuggling into our country. And that's what they're doing. They're helping the cartels with human smuggling into America. And um, another thing that caught my ear today was the amount of people. So you were talking earlier to Bannon, and you said something about a hundred thousand, a uh, hundred—I mean, a million. Excuse me. Were you talking about a million people have been apprehended, or a million people have been let through this year? A million people have been apprehended. It's the same. That, that question, the answer is the same for both. Okay. In America today, if you are apprehended. 
you are let into America. Outside of the worst of the worst offenders, if you're a known murderer, uh, almost every single person that comes across our border today is being shipped into an American community, and that's all over the country. That's not just here on the border. That is that is states across the country. Up, you know, every state in the nation uh, has illegal aliens being shipped to them, uh, and, and that's a million people that have been apprehended. And Border Patrol estimates that they're only catching a third to a half, or excuse me, a third to a fifth of what are actually crossing. So that means potentially up to three to five million have actually crossed in. That that should scare every single American. Three to five million potential illegal aliens already this year. And these idiots have the nerve to say there's only 11 million illegals in America. It is, it, it, we may be talking about upwards of 30 million illegals that are in our country today, and that number could double in the next five years if this continues. Okay, so let's say, let's say three million people have come in this year under the sniffer and thief's regime, Biden. Let's say, let's say three million came in. What is the Border Patrol or ICE or any of these, who is putting the number of how many, uh, the percentage of, of people coming across that are infected with COVID? I mean, is it 10%? Is it 20%? They're not. They're not so I've, heard, I've heard 10% is the number that I've heard. Uh, and, but the problem is we don't know because most of the people were not testing. Most of the people, uh, I spoke to Brandon Judd, the president of the Border Patrol Council, and he told me most of the people that are coming in illegally, we don't have the resources to test. We do not know. We are sending them blindly into I'll come back. We're sending them blindly into America, uh, possibly with COVID, but not just COVID. Possibly with tuberculosis, uh, yellow fever. There are there are diseases that we've eradicated in America that are coming back into our country uh, because of this. But yet, we're, but yet we have to mask up and lock down, and our kids and have to be masked and muzzled. That's exactly right. It is a slap in the face. It's it, it's treason to me. What we're seeing right now, uh, the definition of treason. They are they are they are intentionally uh, going against their oath of office to protect and defend the constitution of this country. Uh, they're doing the exact opposite of that. Right but 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 Ben, who's who's legally? going to stop them? A network of sheriffs? Do we have to get a sheriff from every state to, to, to issue arrest warrants for Biden? I mean, how do we, other than, other than Trump coming back and then, and then putting the right people in charge at the DOJ and stuff and bringing charges up on these guys for breaking the law, what remedy do we have as the American people to hold them accountable legally at this point? Well, well this, is, uh, this is partly why we have the United States of America, because uh, when in the course of history uh, a government becomes ungovernable, uh, we have a right, uh, an obligation, a duty as a people to throw off those chains. And there is a place, there is a time where that will come. Yes. If this doesn't stop, that will come. And I pray it doesn't come to that. But yes, uh, it, it's going to take constitutional sheriffs, like we heard Sheriff Mack last week uh, at the Freedom Fest. We need law enforcement officers and representatives who swore that oath to uphold that oath. We need brave, courageous members of our justice system, because right now it's the injustice system. We need them to step up and start prosecuting these people. We need charges brought up against these criminal politicians and criminal uh, uh, people within our justice department and criminal criminals within our media. There are people with just about every area of society right now that have been infiltrated, leftist organizations under President Trump. They were being prosecuted. The people that were down in Mexico aiding and abetting, they were being prosecuted. That needs to happen. The problem is right now with the people that are in charge, 
It's not happening. In fact, the opposite's happening. You're seeing criminal charges. You're seeing uh, people have, losing their constitutional rights uh, that from January 6th. People that uh, committed misdemeanors being held without bail in solitary confinement. So, uh, while Antifa and BLM, who burned down our communities, are being let out, the exact opposite's happening. But it's going to take the American people. It's, it's going to take us causing such an outcry, such an uproar, uh, that they cannot ignore it. And that's really what we need right now. We need people, you know, calling your, your representative doesn't work. You have to start banging on their door. You have to show up like the, the left does. I mean, this has to start, because otherwise they don't care. They do not care. Yeah. Yeah, I know, man. It's, it's, it's a rough situation, uh, and we're not even... We just sat here and talked about all these people coming across with COVID and all of the and, and how the influx is worse now than we've ever seen it. And we're not even touching the sexual trafficking and the human trafficking. I mean, that's if, if the border's worse than you ever seen it, then you know dang sure that the human trafficking and the rape and the sexual assaults are even more than you've ever seen as well. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Yep. Yep. No, that's so for for the uh, the audience. Uh, this is a staggering statistic. And I didn't realize, I didn't know this, or didn't find this out until this year. America is number two in the world yeah. for slavery. Yeah. For can, slavery. Can, what, Canada's number one, right? Slavery. Canada's number one? No, uh, Russia. Russia's number one. Oh, okay. Okay. But it's, we're number two in the world. Wow. Uh, and, and, it's, and, and this is one of those things that people don't realize. Slavery still exists. We just call it another term. We call it human trafficking. But it's slavery. Uh, and it's because of... Uh, the, the cartels. The cartels controlled it. And it's not just in Mexico. When we think of cartels. Cartels are in just about every community in America now. They have they have their tentacles. And so when we're sending these people, when we're shipping them around the world, uh, we are directly aiding and abetting. And, and the saddest part is a lot of these people that, every single person that comes up here has to pay the cartel at some point along their journey. And a lot of them pay with their lives. They end up uh, owing the cartels their lives, and they have to pay that debt off. And so even when they're shipped into some other country, excuse me, some other state in America, they still owe the cartels, and, and they're trafficked there, whether it's sex traffic or they they're end up being drug mules uh, or, or do more drug trafficking in those areas. It continues. It's, and, and like you said, we're not even talking about that because we're, we're so far removed from what's actually happening. I know. Our, our complicit media is not covering. So, Ben, let me ask you this. Why do you think... I mean, look at all these news stations, Fox News, these larger news stations that could bring, you know, even right-wing, let's, let's talk about Newsmax, Fox News, OAN, all the other ones, okay? They don't even have to spend a dollar. They don't have to spend any resources getting this footage. All they would have to do is take your footage from what you're already reporting on and put it on their platforms, give, give Real America's Voice News the credit, obviously, up in the corner like they always do, and, and, and Fox News could, could literally bring awareness. I bet you half their audience doesn't even really understand what's going on. They just know that the border's being overrun because Sean Hannity or Tucker says it once in a while. Why do you think that these larger organizations won't take your footage and blast it out there? Well, I can't speak to them directly, and I, and I will say some of the networks, you mentioned some, uh, that are, they are doing some coverage, and Fox has been down here, uh, Epic Times has done an epic job down here, uh, Charlotte, my friend from Epic Times, is always down here, so there are some bright parts doing a great job down here, uh, I've seen a little bit from Newsmax, I've seen a, a couple others, but it's true, what, what we're doing, what I do, what Real American Voice does by sending me down here to cover this, it's it doesn't take a huge budget. It takes very little to come down here and expose what's happening. There are 
there are very few people that are networks that will go into Mexico. I know that. I'm, we're one of the few, if only, uh, networks that will actually go in. I know Charlotte, the Ethic Times will go in. Uh, Breitbart will go in. But I don't know any of the other networks that actually send people down into Mexico. Um, and you're right. They wouldn't have to do anything but give us the credit. Uh, and, and oftentimes they don't even do that. Uh, I, don't, I can't answer that. I can't. Because other than they get to make their own editorial decisions, what they put out there. But I will tell you this. The reason CNN and MSNBC and MSDNC and the New York Times and the Washington Post and all of these fraudulent propaganda media outlets aren't down here is because they are complicit. Yeah. They, oh, are behind, they are supportive of this. Well, one thing you said is it doesn't take a huge budget to do it, but you know what it does take? It does take huge courage. It takes huge courage to find somebody in their network to send down there, especially on the on the Mexican side, and then to put it out there and withstand the backlash that's going to come from it, being called a racist and possibly getting your family doxxed and killed. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of reporters that would do it either, so it not only takes... Little budget, but it takes lots of courage. One more thing, I'm going to ask you before I let you go, and I'm going to get, and I'm going to go ahead and, and, and give Stretch Face Armstrong Nancy Pelosi the Dum Dum Award while I have you on the phone, because you're just talking about uh, people are allowed in with no masks. They're not given any kind of COVID test. They're not. Co- they're 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 infected with everything under the sun except for smallpox. But yet, Stretch Face Pelosi just ordered the Capital City Police to arrest any staff or visitors who fail to comply with house mask mandates after not wearing one for the last 45 days. Now, we all know that the science didn't change in the last 45 days. The real physical science of what's going on, politics did. So now she's ordered the Capital City Police, who have a $400 million budget to protect 500 people, um, to arrest any visitors or any staff even though it's our house, if they're not wearing a mask. But yet we're letting all these people in like that. I mean, what is... <laughs> I don't get it, man. I don't get it. No, we should send every single illegal alien that comes across the border that has a criminal record, we should send them directly to Nancy Pelosi's house and directly to Joe Biden's house, their, their personal residence, and Kamala Harris's personal residence. They should have to live, just like Barbara Boxer was attacked uh, in Oakland the other day because of the policies she's put into place there. They should have to live under the tyranny that they've created for this country. And until that happens, this is going to continue. And that's, that's the reality of this. They live in their ivory towers. They live outside of the law. We don't have equal protection under the law anymore. We are post-constitutional in America today. And until they actually have to live under the same laws that they force us to live under, it's, it's going to continue. It is, it's, it's asinine, it's criminal, it's uh, sickening, and, and to every single American patriot out there, it's up to you to change it. We cannot get back. That's why they're continuing these, these fraud, uh, sham investigations on January 6th, and why they're ignoring BLM and Antifa burning down our country, because they want to silence the conservative patriots of this nation, and we cannot allow them to do that. Hey, Ben, I got a great idea. We know a guy that has a bus company. Maybe we just sit down at the border, and we wave everybody into these buses, and then we can, and then we physically drive them. I'm sure the American people would love to pitch in to pay for it. We drive them to these places, to these residents, and drop them off in the front of these homes. That's a great idea. We'll just ask Danny of Star Coaches. We say, hey, we need 10 buses. We'll load those 10 buses up, and we'll and we'll drive them right to these people's house. I'm sure the American people would help fund that. That's a good idea, don't you think? 
Well, and, and, and right now, what's crazy is we're already funding it. Our tax dollars are going to do that. We would even, you know, maybe we would even say we would do it for free. Yeah. Take it right to your house, Nancy. We'll do it for free on behalf of the American people so you can live the way we have to live. Yeah, say this. this I love it. Just love dr- it. drop them right off there and say, hey, this is Nancy and this is Biden's house. They've, 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 they've invited you, so here you go. We're dropping you off. It's a better idea. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if the door's not open, it don't matter. You can find a way in. Yep, just go on in. You did it. You did it into America. You yeah. It. And this is the this is the truth of it. You know, all of this, the, these, these leftist lunatics that say, "Oh, it's racist to have a wall and and having border security is oh, for terrible people." It's the same thing at your own house. You wouldn't let a stranger come into your own house and and uh, deprive your family of of their food and of your possessions. That is exactly what we're doing to the American people. The American people are our family. We're a citizen of this country. The rest of the American people are our family, even the ones that we don't get along with very much. And what the Democrats are doing is allowing these people to break into our house and to, to take over our homes. And, and you're yeah. right. It's time they have to live with it themselves. All right, man. We'll try to make it work. We got we got thousands of people that said I'll donate right now. So (laughs) anyway, Ben. Hey, man. I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Uh, Safe travels back to your family or wherever you're headed. Love you, man. And uh, can't wait to get back out on there on the road with you and 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 keep staying safe, man. God bless you, man. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. And shout out. Thank you to all of your your amazing audience. You want him to put in promo code FRONTLINE at MyPillow? Is that, that what it is? <laughs> That's MyPillow. MyPillow. Make sure you use promo code <laughs> Exactly. God bless, Mike Lindell. All right, Ben. Thanks a lot, brother. God bless. <laughs> Love you, man. See ya. <laughs> oh, folks. I, yeah, so uh, I wanted to bring him in via video, but it wasn't going to work out. So thank you very much. Ben's doing a killer job down there. If you want to donate to Ben, you can go to FrontlineAmerica.com. Check out his videos. Help him out too. Just as, just like you helped me out because you don't want to know something. If you're going to put your money somewhere, you might as well put it where somebody's doing some good for the American people. And Ben is doing that. So God bless Ben. God bless Real America's Voice News for paying him to go down there and do that, to risk his life and, and, and all the help and security they give him too. So God bless them all. That's going to do it for tonight's show, folks. And I know I ran over a little bit. I'm completely uh, very sorry for that. But it is the way it is. We got to get the truth out to the American people one way or another. So folks... From Jeremy Harrell and live from America here in the live free or die state of New Hampshire, remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper and I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. because we got a special guest running for governor, John Wickman of Wisconsin. So hopefully, Wisconsin! Hopefully you guys can join in on that, all right? Make sure you get the word out. Share the video when it comes tomorrow. Bless somebody and spread the gospels to somebody tonight.